Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Lord bless you and keep you. I want to talk today about accepting one another. So before I do that, I want to have a word of prayer and ask God to speak through his word and speak through me that I could share the joy of the Lord with you just for a few minutes. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for your love. Thank you that you loved us so much that you gave Jesus Christ to die for our sins and to rise again and that someday we would see him face to face. And Lord, it's going to be a great day. Heaven is a wonderful place, and I am looking forward to that day. Lord, whenever you call us home, may we be ready in Jesus' name. Amen. Yesterday, I just happened to be looking at the uh, at the internet, and uh, I watching a, a video of a man who had a heaven experience. And so he, you know, he says, "I don't, I, I can't tell you with all these things or fact, or but it was certainly real and certainly sounded real." And one of the things he talked about was getting to heaven and how he did not want to come back. But God sent him back and uh, talked about being around God. He talked about being around uh, people. He talked about how beautiful the river was in in uh, in heaven that ran through it. And if you read in Revelations, you read about the clear river. He said it was so clear, it was so glorious. He talked about the gate. He talked about a lot of things. And uh, he did not want to leave. But they said, you need to go back. Your wife is hurting. And, and a long story. And, you know, again, um, it's just it's just um, one of those things. So I just, I, I believe that God has a wonderful plan for our lives. And um, I hope and pray that, that you are following that plan. God wants to do some great things in your life. Um, Moving on here real quickly. I got sidetracked because somebody is trying to get a hold of me and and I don't like being sidetracked. But anyway, people have different ideas, but it's important to accept one another. And I got Romans chapter 14, one through eight as our passage today. The Apostle Paul talking to the Church of Romans. He says this, now accept one who is weak in faith, but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. Hey, listen, just that first verse alone, folks. Now accept the one who is weak in faith but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. Wow. How many times do we do that? We are so quick to judge people's opinions and ideas and what they think is right and what they think is wrong. He says, one man has faith that he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats vegetables only. Let not him who eats regard with contempt him who does not eat, and let not him who does not eat judge him who eats, for God has accepted him. Who are you to judge the servant of another? To his own master he stands or falls, and stands he will, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One man regards one day above another. Another regards every day alike. Let each man be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes that day observes it for the Lord. And he who eats does so for the Lord. For he gives thanks to God. And he who eats not for the Lord, he does not eat and gives thanks to God. For one of us, for not one of us lives for himself and not one dies for himself. For if we live, we live for the Lord. Or if we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are 
the Lord's. I want to share a true story about a situation that happened in a large church. One Sunday morning, the service was started, and the church organist was not there, and no one knew where she was. So the pastor knew of several others in the church that were pretty good on the organ, so he asked one of them to fill in for her, and she gladly did. She played the first song, and about 10 minutes into the service, the regular organist shows up. Well, the pastor thought, oh, I'll uh, just let her finish the service since she's already started and she's been here playing. He thought, no big deal. Wrong. Over the next several weeks, controversy erupted. Factions arose. One faction was the regular organist party. They said when the regular organist came in, the minister should have given her back, given the service back to her. The other faction was the substitute organist party. The two parties got so mad at each other and broke out in shouting matches at the church. The minister got so disgusted that he not only left the church, he left the ministry. This small issue caused half the church to leave. These people should have consulted the Apostle Paul. I suspect Paul would have told them to get a life and get over it. In Romans 14, those that Paul calls weak in faith were all wrapped in rules and regulations. They were Christian Pharisees. They said if you were real Christians, you would keep all the rules and that the Pharisees received the law of Moses from the law of Moses. Now, Paul does not say that these people are not Christians. He says they are not mature Christians. The mature Christians the strong believers realize that in Christ we have freedom from the Old Testament law. They realize that we are not saved by keeping the law. So those were the two factions in the Church of Rome. They despised each other. The strong Christians enjoyed their liberty and despised the weak, whom they called Judaizers. The weak Christians kept their diets and their days and despised the strong Christians, whom they called Libertines. Thus they were both wrong. For whenever we dispute and despise, we are wrong. If you listen to the scripture carefully this morning, you understand why. You understand that leaving the judging to God is vital. It's important. You leave the judging to God. We are so quick to judge people if they do something different from the way we think. Folks, I've dealt with it for 40-some years in my ministry that people think differently, just like eating meat or being a vegetarian. I have friends that are vegetarians, and most people eat meat, but I love my vegetarian friends. I went and visited one of them in, in a place, and and they they served us vegetarian tacos, which were great, and we had a and I had a vegetarian, I think it was eggplant sandwich. It was it was great, but you know what? Let them do what they do. You know, it's like also worshiping on Saturday or on Sunday. I have great friends or Seventh Day Adventist or a Seventh Day Church of God or whatever it might be, and they worship on Saturday because they keep to the old Sabbath, the Old Testament. Well, of course, in the New Testament, everything that was written was they met on Sunday. But in, he's saying in this passage, the day isn't important, but honoring it is. Honoring the Sabbath and keeping it holy is. You know, nowadays, churches have some churches have service on Saturday and on Sunday because God has grown their church so much. Listen to this. God knows the heart of man, and he knows, also knows the intention of man. 
He desires for us to live in the spirit of unity. I'm I'm very uh, fortunate to be in the 35th year of pastoring this church, and I and God has brought incredible unity. This is now in this 35th year. I have turned over the lead pastor reins to Pastor Alan Cheney, who I'm so thrilled to have back as as a lead pastor. But I'm now working under him. And I'm doing what God has called me to do, and that's to meet people, to love people, and to do everything I can to help him and help the cause of Christ. We want to follow what God has for us. I know people hop from church to church. We've lost many over the years and gained many over the years. Trying to find the perfect church, good luck to you. There is no perfect church Oh, people go for music, people go for age, people go for all sorts of things. You come to Cloverdale Church of God where Pastor Allen and I uh, work and we share the good news of Jesus too, we are a mixed bag. We have kids all the way up to our seniors group. We have a, a very strong youth ministry and a good kids ministry, but tremendous seniors ministry. Like I've told you before, we, we've we got a seniors ministry that meets every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and there's there's... Last week, there were 61 there. I mean, there are a lot. Of, they just come. And they love being together, and they're, they love going deep in the things of God. I love that. I love that about our church, that we reach all ages. But there's churches out there that reach a lot younger uh, ages. My daughter goes to one, and it's a great church. I know the pastor. He's a great man, and they keep building churches from that church. It's growing like wildfire. But not all churches are different. And I know people that want to hop to church to church to church because some of them use their own theology. They put God's words into their mouths and say, this is, this is from God. And, you know, so you can't argue with them, you know, and so you just, you just let them go. I tell people, as you hear me on the radio all the time, find a good Bible teaching church, get plugged in, be a part. Don't be a distraction. Don't tell everybody your idea is the only way when in fact it's not. Romans 15, five and six says with one heart, we may glorify God. We are united in our worship of honoring God. If we as people would always remember that isn't about us, but it's about Jesus, then we will stay in the spirit of unity and we will see Jesus praised. And folks, that's what it's all about, is praising Jesus. We recently had a guest speaker in our church, a man that taught really in depth the Word of God. And for that little two-day event, we had our worship leader let us in in songs, and, and she did a medley of hymns, and she said, how many of you know uh, some of the hymns? And all the older people raised their hands, and and some. And then she said, how many do not know these? And all the younger people raised their hands. And so she had a, this great medley, and people sang well, and then she had a medley of some of the new stuff. You know, and, you know, everyone's different. There is not a one of us that think exactly alike. You know, but hopefully our common goal is to honor God. To honor God, we can accept one another and move past the flaws each of us have. You know, most of uh, most of the people listen to me, they hear all my Tomisms all the time, my new words for the English language. I kind of butcher it to pieces, and I apologize, but that's who I am. After 67 years, I'm not going to be changing that, I don't think. You, you know, people accept me for who I am, and I'm thankful for that. We want to accept you for who you are. God is not concerned about us impressing people but honoring God. Well, I'm going to share one more day of this tomorrow, and I hope you'll tune in, and I pray God blesses you abundantly. 
LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.